Hello, and welcome to week two preview of the Chiefs Bros podcast. Chiefs versus Raymond. I am Chiefs Pro Andrew. This is Chiefs Pro Jonathan. Yep. We are the two Chiefs Bros. The only ones that have ever been, and probably <laughs> will ever be. The only important ones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, Jonathan. Yes. Heading into Ravens week. Oh, wait. Is that a thing? Eh, it is. Uh, we play them. I don't think it's a thing. It's a big game. I think I get up for the Ravens week. Yeah. Okay. It's a big game. Heading in, heading into Ravens week. Yes. How are you feeling? Well, how's your, where's your mind at? How's your mind? Well, my mind's in a good place, Andrew. Yeah. I feel very, um, okay. well adjusted. Um, on a scale, I'm in, I'm in a good place. On a scale like of like, freaked out about the game to completely complacent and you don't care about if we win or you don't, you don't have any concerns about winning. Where would you put yourself? Um, much more closely to the not concerned about losing. Okay. See, because this, this to me feels like like a trap game as a fan. Ooh. And I know it's not a trap game for the players because like the, the Chiefs realize the Ravens are a quality opponent even if they're really injured right now. And we'll get into all that later. Yeah. But as a Chiefs fan right now, I'm sitting here looking and I'm saying, Ravens just lost to the Raiders, which is must be embarrassing. I wouldn't even know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think Very the, Chiefs, the Chiefs have never lost to the Raiders as far as, as no. I remember. No, we would never. Yeah. Um, and they're they're freaking walking wounded. Like, they've got about half their starters left now. That might be slight hyperbole, but they've lost all of their running backs. Yeah. Um, they are on pace to be one of those teams that just gets injured to death mm-hmm. early in the season. They lost Marcus Peters. They lost... Yep. Um, there was some defender who was impressing me in the Raiders game, and he's gone now. Don't remember who it was? No. Guess it was it was too, it was, his career was too <laughs> short with the Ravens. Uh, they lost Ronnie Stanley, Ronnie Stanley, who was the guy that they kept at left tackle. Yeah, that might be addition by subtraction. And they traded away Orlando Brown. He looked pretty bad. Well, that all that said, they've got a lot of, a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. Mm. Uh, I I don't think the Ravens stack up well against the Chiefs in, in any time, even if they're really healthy. No. Uh, I think people keep trying to set this up as a rivalry, mostly because Mahomes and Jackson, Lamar Jackson are both like dynamic quarterbacks in their own right. But if you just look team versus team, there's not been a really close game no. between these two teams. The Ravens haven't beat the Chiefs in the modern, you know, Mahomes Jackson era. Uh, there hasn't been. There, there's been some close scores, but they haven't been close games. We've actually we've well, gone to a couple Ravens games, and they, they the box score might look good at the end. But really, that was a lot of garbage time and Lamar crazy heaves and him trying to pull his team back into the game. But to me, this isn't really a proper rivalry yet. Yes. Um, if I may interject, you are mostly correct. There was, however, one game that was very close. That was the original Effet Tyreek down there somewhere game. And that, that play looked very similar to what we saw it on did. Sunday, last Sunday against yeah. the Browns. That was also, I think, the like coming out party for the look pass. It was. You're right. That was to... Um, to D-Rock. Yeah. Andrew's favorite receiver. Who caught it amazingly somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that one was close. But yeah, you're right that most of them have not been close. We've dominated most of our recent games. I have a little stat here for you. Oh, man. You got stats? Yes. Numbers? Uh, I'm going to say this carefully because I hate when people talk about quarterbacks versus quarterbacks. You got a QB win stat here? I n- No. Technically okay. not. Okay. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are 0-4 versus the Kansas City Chiefs. When Mahomes and Lamar are the starting QBs, that's a pretty bad record. Yeah, yeah. So have to be a one five. So I look. I mean, this might be. This is this is definitely conceded. But any game against the Chiefs is a big game. Yeah, right? for other teams. Yeah, in any playoff game, 
It's a big game. I'm still not seeing, like, the good performances from Lamar. Oh, we're getting right into the Lamar bashing, huh? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Just getting right in there. He hasn't beat the Chiefs. It's true. He's won one, one playoff, playoff game. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember who it's against. But they've gotten housed by, like, the Titans. And I think it was the Titans. Was it the Titans twice in the last two years? Um, They lost to the Titans in the playoffs, then they beat the Titans in the playoffs. Okay. I think, that, I think that's how they lost. Who, who did they lose to last year? Do you remember? Uh, the Bills. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really low scoring game. So I just, like, the, the Ravens are always talked about as one of the contenders in the AFC, but as like from what I've seen objectively, they're not one of the big boys yet. No. I, I really don't think you can say. They're all squawk and no beak, as people say. Who says that? You know, people. <laughs> you. Many, many people. Yeah. Have, I've heard that, that one works for bird teams, like the Ravens, yeah. Eagles, Falcons. We play the Eagles. Seahawks, uh, I suppose. Here pretty soon. Yeah. I. I think that's the only bird team you have to deal with. Yeah. So I guess the overall point here is that I'm not expecting a close game Sunday. I was expecting a close game against the Browns. Yeah. And at the start of the season, I had this marked down as an interesting game. Now, with the state that the Ravens are in and just having lost to the Raiders, which again is unforgivable sin, I don't really expect a close game. I think I think the Chiefs will win by two scores. Against the Ravens. Okay. See, it sounds like you are setting yourself up as a fan for a track game. I am. Yeah, but that's okay because it doesn't affect my performance as a fan. That's true. We're going to perform excellent. Nothing I do as a fan really impacts anything. But uh, No, no, that's not true. Not if you go to the game. <laughs> Listen to Andy Reid. If, Reed. I, if, I, if I scream from the cheap seats, it's loud Andy like Reid said the reason that punter dropped the punt was Arrowhead was too loud. So, yeah. That was, good. That was a good play by all the fans. Yeah. Exactly. People never came to Kudos correct. to everyone who went to the Browns game. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. So are, are you in a similar straight? Are you convinced the Chiefs will beat the Ravens soundly? Um, I am pretty convinced that we will win. I don't know how close it will be. It feels to me like this is going to be similar to a lot of the games we've played against them, where we're going to be beating them handily throughout pretty much the whole game. And then at the end, they rack up some garbage time points, and it looks kind of close. I feel like that. It feels like a uh, 35-27 kind of game, where mm-hmm. like they score like last-minute touchdown, and you're like, eh, it really wasn't that close. Feels like feels like one of those. Yeah, it feels like to me, and this could be a repeat of what we saw a couple years ago, but we, um, we were beating the Ravens pretty soundly, and we switched to kind of our prevent defense in the past set where we're, we got like a lot of guys in coverage and dropping maybe only rushing two, three or four guys. It's my favorite kind of defense. Well, you know, Lamar being Lamar, he's going to take advantage of that kind of front. Mm-hmm. And he's going to put up mad rushing yards on you. Going to stunt all over the hose. Okay, yeah. That's what they say. No. That's not what I say. Again, people say. People say. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, yeah, we could probably see some like some zany madcap comeback attempts from Lamar. I don't really see it being a truly close game. Well, I think he's going to be desperate to get a win here. Because, again, the 0-4 versus the Chiefs. They're having a rough season. They really don't want to start off 0-2. So I could see this as a bit of a desperation game for them. But as the Chiefs, like, you know, psychologically, do you think they are going to be up for this game? I think you, oh, yes. I think you've got to be up anytime yeah. playing the And the right? reason for that is it's a primetime game. And I think years past, this game, this team really gets up for the primetime games, especially, like, the first one of the season. 
Yeah, I think guys really get up for that one. I'm, and then what I have in mind is I think last year, early in the season, we had a primetime game against the Ravens. Everyone thought it would be just, you know, really close game, really tight. Couldn't pick who it was, and we destroyed them. Mm-hmm. So how are you feeling about the individual matchups within this game? I think we actually do match up pretty well against them. Um, should we talk about kind of like the Ravens as a team, what they like to do? Yeah, let's talk about they want to do on offense first. Um, obviously, rushing team is their identity. Yeah, uh, and Lamar is definitely their like QB one wide receiver uh, running back one now because they don't have any other running backs. Yeah, throwing what like literally their fourth string running back. They're yeah, they're definitely down to their fourth string running back. Yeah, which is kind of incredible when you think about it. Crazy. So Lamar is the offense now. Um, my concern. You know, whenever we were looking at or reviewing the Browns game, we were talking about how our, our offensive linemen kept running their defenders upfield or basically around the pocket, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But actually, actually the, sorry, the, our defensive linemen kept getting running around the pocket, which is not what you're supposed to do as defense. Yeah. It's... I, it kind of depends on the, like the player you're playing. Yeah, the pass rush just kind of coming getting run upfield. Yeah, you don't want to get run upfield to where you're just completely washed out. And then yeah. Baker could roll out. Well, when Baker rolls out is when Lamar would just take off. Yes. So I'm very concerned about our ability to contain Lamar. Yeah. Um, with our with the way our pass rush is set up, because we got kind of a boom boom or bust pass rush. Yeah, you're right. Um, you gotta you gotta rush him in a different way than you would most quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. This isn't like Phil Rivers back there where he's just gonna be hanging out on a spot. If you can get to that spot before you get the ball off, you're gonna sack him. It's not even just him stepping up. It's if he's yeah. like when most quarterbacks would step up, he takes off. Yeah, he takes off and he rushes for you know ten fifteen yards. So it's gonna be key for us to have kind of a more controlled methodical pass rush where we don't need everyone you know going for the big home run play immediately. Mm-hmm. And what we really don't need is everyone going after him, not quite getting him, doing that whole thing where he jukes a guy or two, yeah. and then there's no one between him and the second one. This is one of those games I really wish we had Willie Gay Jr. back there, because to me, he's our most athletic linebacker, and we could have him spy Lamar. Yeah. And sit back there and knock off some of that nonsense. I mean, you can't completely contain him, because he's an amazing athlete. But I would like to have at least some, some way to get ready for his, his pocket-breaking tendencies. Yeah. Um, outside and of that, regard, in regarding like their passing game, mm-hmm. they love to pass to the tight ends, which is scary to me because historically with Spagnolo, the Chiefs have not done well defending elite tight ends. No, and Mark Andrews is probably a top five tight end in the league. Yeah, he's pretty good. He had a quiet night against the Raiders, but yeah, he's pretty good. I just I don't know if we've got the right personnel to match up well against tight ends. I feel like our our answer to Mark Andrews is going to be Dan Sorensen. And that is not going to go well. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, just, I, I don't think of him being good in coverage. I think if we had Willie Gay, uh, okay, he would be doing one or the other. He'd be either covering Mark Andrews or spying Lamar. I think it's a good idea to have someone spy Lamar, even if it's like Ben Neiman. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but I am concerned about our ability to cover uh, to cover Mark Andrews. Maybe if Honey Badger's back, that's what he ends up doing. Uh, I think that'd be a pretty ideal. It's not a great matchup because you got like Mark Andrews is like six four and he better's five foot nothing but nine whatever. I think something we've done in the past is have one of the interior defensive linemen 
instead of basically like pass rushing, they're more or less just kind of hanging out about the line of scrimmage, and mm-hmm. they kind of act as kind of a spy on him, mm-hmm. where they're just kind of hanging out, preventing him from darting up field. So maybe we'll see some of that. Yeah. That's the only thing that really concerns me about the, the Ravens' offense. Uh, I'm not concerned about the receivers. Really. Um, as long as we can keep some of those coverage busts from happening that we saw against the Browns, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Well, again, they're down on running back, or, mm-hmm. you know, three running backs, but you still have to stop the run game. Yeah. And that was, I think that was an issue against the Browns. I don't think the Ravens' offensive line is nearly as good as the Browns. Running backs are not nearly as good. Mm-hmm. But I think that's still going to be an important factor in the game is preventing them from just running all over you. Well, I think that the Browns took did a great job of taking advantage of Frank Clark being out. So they would run to his, like that that empty spot. Wherever Chris Jones was not, they would run to the opposite side. And that person, whether it was Josh Rakendo or Mike Dana or whatever, did not do a great job setting the edge. Couldn't really keep contained. Nope. Uh, I'm sure the Ravens will try to do that again, but if Frank Clark is back in there and even like a 90% of himself, I think that we'll be fine. Yeah. On Which it sounds like he should be. Sounds like him and Honey Badger will both be back ready to go. Yeah. The only, so the only starter we're missing is Willie Gay, who is at least three weeks IR. Yeah. Hopefully back by week four. Yeah, so I feel like we match up pretty well, defense versus offense. This will be a good test for the, for the defense, because the defense really did not do well last week until the fourth quarter when they had to, and it was a passing situation. Yeah, they were getting rolled early on. So if you've got a team whose identity is rushing, can, can we really defend that and keep them contained for the rest of the game? It'll be really interesting. I think we'll find out a whole lot about the defense this week. Do you want to talk about their defense for a bit? Uh, I would, if I could name anyone who plays on their defense. This point. Yeah, they do have kind of one of those. Uh, Marlon Humphrey who plays for them. I've heard he's good. Um, he's questionable, I think. Yeah, I think he's like a little bit banged up. Yeah. So the thing about the Ravens' defense is they blitz more than basically anyone in the NFL. How does that normally work against Patrick Mahomes, John? It normally works really, really poorly. <laughs> but they might try it again. I don't know. Um, it's, it's whoever you are dedicating to blitzing is someone who is not in coverage. Yes. So I, You need all seven guys in coverage in order to slow down the Chiefs. And I, as a Chiefs fan, I'm just like, man, blitz away. Have at it. Because yeah. like, Mahomes just eats that up. Now, does that give you some pause whenever we've got a brand new offensive line who's still kind of figuring things out? Yes, it does. Uh, that's probably like my main concern on offense is can our offensive line and their running back they kind of work together on that? Mm-hmm. Can they pick up those blitz packages that they send our way. Yeah. I'm not worried about Mahomes being able to get the ball out quickly to the right guy. He's always he's great at that. But, you know, they can't you can't be having like free rushers to get through. Yeah. And I think, you know, when that happens, when Mahomes gets blitzed, he he'll either check down or hit Kelsey or hit, you know, one of his other receivers. I don't really know if they have the coverage now to lock down Hill and Kelsey. We've been talking for a while now about how one of these games we're going to have to rely on McCole or Demarcus Robinson or Ryan Pringle or someone to move the offense forward. And that'll be an interesting game when it happens. I don't think this is the week. I think they've got Mar- Marlon Humphrey to shut down someone, or at least, you know, primarily take care of someone. Maybe with, with bracket coverage, they could shut down Tyreek. But then they've got no one who's going to cover Kelsey. No. Or if they put Humphrey on Kelsey... That's a mismatch to start with, but then Tyreek is running wild. No. I mean, if you were watching the like the 
I think it was the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens versus the Raiders. Darren Waller was getting like four sped the ball by Carr. Yeah. He had like 19 targets. Well, and Carr had like, what, 400 yards passing? Yeah. So I'm not worried about our ability to move the ball against this team. Well, the crazy thing is that early on it wasn't working, but they, he kept going back to Waller. It was so clear he was just dialed in on throwing it to him. But it actually started working more as the game went on. Mm-hmm. Which sounds to me like, I mean, Darren Waller's a great player, but if you can't guard him, you're not going to be guarding Kelsey. So yeah. I think he, he's going to kill. Do you think the Ravens won? Do you think they were up for the game against the Raiders? And do you think they'll be more up for the game against the Chiefs? Um, I don't I don't really have a gauge enough on that team to know. Because I can definitely see them walking into the Raiders and thinking this is going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. They don't really need to get ready. Then against the Chiefs, I mean, I feel like we are definitely... We're generally speaking the Super Bowl of whoever plays us. Especially with the Ravens, because similar to the Browns, we're like, we are what's in the way of them getting to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we never, they never beat us in like the, the modern QB era. So I think we're going to get their best shot this week. That's, that's the other thing that could make this close to me. Is if, if, the, if the Chiefs kind of come out flat thinking that the Ravens are too beat up to beat them, if the Ravens come out just like ears pinned back on fire, ready to go. Yeah, they could be that. I could also see them coming out kind of flat because I think having that many injuries is kind of deflating. And if you lose to the Raiders and then you got to go play the Chiefs and all of your players are injured, you just kind of like, mm-hmm. I think at a certain point those guys know that ooh, we might be in for a rough season here. Mm-hmm. So it could be deflating. Any other nuggets about the matchups against the Ravens this week? Ooh, yeah. I probably had a couple more. Um, ooh, another big one. Mm-hmm. This relates to how aggressive they like to play on defense. Uh, use a lot of misdirection. So you get guys doing fake jet sweeps, play action, that kind of stuff. Um, some of the trick plays and misdirection we run against them. That kind of it's more effective against a defense that plays really aggressively like they do. Mm-hmm. I think we did that last year in our matchup with them and killed them on a bunch of plays like that. So yeah, misdirection stuff. It feels like it's kind of a real house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a, there's a couple of Chiefs. There's a, a good number of former Chiefs now playing on the Ravens, aren't there? Yes. Got a lot of a re- revenge games. This Normally year. this would be a Marcus Peters revenge game, but he is dead for this year. R.I.P. Marcus Peters. He's got his own revenge game against injuries. <laughs> I wonder if they ever play the Rams and he considers that a revenge game. Oh, yeah, you think Rams to me. I forget about that sometimes. I forgot about that, too. Yeah. It's okay. We've got a new number one corner now. Jerry Sneaky. Exactly. Got a much cooler name, too. I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I think this is really, though, it's the Sammy Watkins revenge game. Yeah. Now, is that revenge um, him against us or us against him? Um, maybe he's a deep sleeper <laughs> for the Chiefs. He's just going to, like... Oh, you know, pull up the hammy injury after two plays this week. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gotta tell you, I, we love Sammy. One of we the love Sammy. one of the token hot takes in this offseason was, well, the Chiefs don't have Sammy Watkins, so I wonder if the offense is gonna be able to perform the same without well, Sammy Watkins. And, got and, some news for you. Yeah, let me tell you, we didn't have him last year. Most of the time, we did not have Sammy. Yeah. So I think the offense will be just fine. I mean, I think the majority of the games that he was like. 
on our team he was not playing, right? Yeah. Luna. Yeah, that's how that's how you know someone is just looking at like the macro elements of the offseason and not really understanding what's going on with the Chiefs. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, the Chiefs you test Amy Watkins. No, they don't. What are they gonna do? Well, on the flip side, like I hear Ravens fans and some national analysts talking about how you know what the Ravens really needed was a consistent pass catcher. Now they have Sammy Watkins. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that that's the opposite of what you need then. Yeah, and then what do you know? Sammy Watkins got hurt in the, the preseason. Yes. And didn't wasn't available for most training camp. Like, oh no, shocker. Again. Again, we love Sammy. Yeah. Big fans of the Lizard King. Don't think that's gonna work out for him. You just though. gotta capitalize on the four or five games he plays each year. Yeah. And that, maybe just what? Maybe, maybe, just, every now and then. maybe just put him behind glass until the playoffs. <laughs> Which, okay, that's me. Who would they? Like a uh, terrarium. That's where you put lizards, right? <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like a an terrarium, terrarium for lizards. Yeah. Uh, I have serious questions right now about whether the Ravens are going to make the playoffs. That might be a little too spicy, but... Um, I don't think they win the division. I don't think there's any take too spicy for week one reactions. Because, I mean, the Browns are going to win the division. I think everyone's come around to that. Definitely. The Steelers will definitely be a wild card before the Ravens are, I really think. Probably. Based on how they performed in week Feels one. Feels that way after week one. Heck, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know the Bengals are still a bit of a hot mess, but they played well and they oh, won their game. Oh, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. We talked guess, about okay. Mirage games. My point here is that I don't see the Ravens coasting to the playoffs the way they have the last couple of years. No. I mean, no no team can sustain the injuries that they have yeah. and do that. I think it's up close sledding for them this year. Yeah. I just don't... I mean, like This is yeah, this, I, this is a little bit like the year that the, the Chiefs lost, like Eric Berry and Justin Houston. <coughs> God bless. You can edit that out. Whew. Um, I just think this... I think this is too... Steep a hill for the Ravens to climb. I don't think they have the personnel to overcome the deficiencies in the run game. I think, you know, everyone trips over themselves when Lamar passes for like 200 yards. But whenever the Ravens have to rely on his pocket passing ability, it does not go well. And we love Lamar, by the way. Love Lamar. Honestly, he's a fun player to watch. You have to say that. Yeah. You have to say that. People think you're racist. I just think people, we love Lamar. People do not. He's not great throwing the football. People put him in the top echelon of quarterbacks. He does not belong there. He, his play has not proven that out. Just saying. Yeah. I, I really like the key to this game is make Lamar beat you with his arm. If you can do that, like, you're going to win. Game's yeah. over. Yeah. I really think. Yeah. He's just like, not a pocket passer. And since we're talking about how much the Ravens suck, we haven't even talked about. The worst thing that's happened to them. What's that? Their offensive line has some major issues. What happened then? Because I thought their offensive line used to be a strength. Okay, so if I understand this correctly, last year, Staley, their left tackle, got mm-hmm. hurt. That's whenever... Stanley. Sta- yeah. Staley is a left tackle for the Niners? He was. He might have retired. He retired. That's confusing. Yeah. That's like uh, Trent Brown and... what's the, There's another left tackle named Brown. Wayne Brown? Oh, I don't know. I'm getting sidetracked. Jimmy Brown. No, it's... Bobby Brown. The guy that plays for the Patriots and the guy that plays for the 49 Orlando Brown. No. Oh, oh, yes, actually. But no, not him. We'll get back to him on that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, was I talking about the Ravens? Oh, yeah. 
The Ravens. Roddy um, Stanley. Yes. That guy got hurt. Yeah. Orlando Brown comes in for him. Mm-hmm. Actually plays really well. This is last year. And then the right tackle, um, I forget his name, but also he was having some, some major issues mm-hmm. against the Raiders. And that was really... Um, Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah. Who they signed from the Steelers because the Steelers thought he was washed. He's washed. Yeah. yeah. And really, like that, that was the strength of that year that they were super good was their offensive line was awesome and was so just dominating. Marshall defenses. Marshall Yanda, who was a guard, he's retired. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Brown is now a chief. Yep. Addition by addition for the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, subtraction by subtraction for the Ravens. Mm. Yeah. Crazy how that works. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, who is normally like a top ten left tackle. Yeah. He he was playing hurt. That's the problem. He was playing hurt. Now he's yeah. officially hurt. He's yeah. out. He hurt himself. They moved Via Nueva. To left tackle. Yes. The right tackle is a jag, probably. Which means that now, you know, similar to the thing that happened in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. now both of those positions, it's been a downgrade for them. Which, okay, side note here. Andy Reid spoke one of, like, the smartest things with the offensive line whenever he showed up. With, yeah. Like, your injury. He said, yeah. you don't move someone so that you have two people playing new to the position. You keep them in, and then you, you know, next man up, whatever, off the line position. Yes. Then he did that in the Super Bowl with Remmers. Yeah. And it blew my mind, and it did not work at all because Andrew Wiley is no better at right tackle than Mike Remmers is a left tackle. Now, what I want to know is, like, um, is Remmers, is he supposed to be our swing tackle? Like, is that his oh, thing man. that he can play on either side? or I like, guess. Did he just, like, distrust putting Great. Wiley at left tackle? First off, he is our goal line specialist now, as was proven by week one. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's our new goal on red zone target. Two, uh, I don't really know. Yeah, we, we don't have Yasser Durant anymore. He's a, he's a Patriot. So well, I, I, mean, I presume was... if we had someone go down at left tackle, God forbid, it would be Mike Herman that steps in. That would be really rough. Yeah. Now, again, he was playing really well at right tackle prior to... Really cool or fine? I think he was fine. Um, yeah, but I mean, fine was all you needed, you know? <sighs> yeah. Mahomes will win with fine. Excuse me, the Chiefs will win with Mahomes. Wait. Yeah, the Chiefs will win with fine. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to think about an injury to Orlando Brown right now. Yeah, somehow we're talking about the Super Bowl again. Which no, that was, my, of, that was my Speaking fault. of trap games, we yeah. started with that. Like That was the biggest trap game of all for me. I was... Yeah, way too confident for that game. So I feel like the Ra- yeah the Ravens do not have a great offensive line. They're shuffling guys around. Chris Jones is in full on beast mode on the edge. I think this is. I think he could honestly. I'm gonna go ahead and go on the record here. Chris Jones could have three sacks in this game. Ooh, no question. Spicy. He had two sacks against a good offensive line for the Browns. Yeah. I think he could have three sacks, and it's difficult to sack Lamar. But I think he could do it because their their line is just gonna get freaking toasted. This week. Yeah. And also, like, this defense, I think, maybe this is something all defenses do, but they, like, they get up whenever they're playing against a really athletic dude that they kind of have to hear all week about, like, oh, how are we going to stop this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking of uh, playing Lamar Jackson in the past. I'm thinking of that playoff game versus Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. whereas, like, there's the opposing offense has one really talented guy. In the past, they've been able to shut that dude down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen again. Shall see. Um, you got any predictions this game? Oh, 
think I already gave my prediction at the start, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. So, score prediction, I'm going to say 35-27. 28, excuse me. 35-28, but it's not as close as it seems. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to say the Chiefs run up a bit. We go away. Forty-one. Ooh, all right. Twenty-seven. I like it. Right, hold on. Forty-one, seventeen. Wow. Yeah, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns and a field goal. Complete blowout. I think you're looking at a really, really rough game. Yeah. Again, I said this is a track game for me as a fan. But I honestly just that the way that the matchup looks. I think the Ravens are in for a very, very long day. Yeah. Especially because they just played a very long physical game against the, Raider, the Raiders uh, on Monday night. So this is a short week for them. Yeah. And it went, yeah, it went to overtime, so they have to play a lot of extra snaps. Yeah. Let me ask you this, kind of a way of like reverse engineering this discussion we've been having. If the Chiefs were to lose, what would have, hap- what would have have to have happened for that to occur? Okay, for one, that would be devastating because that's a transitive loss to the Raiders. Uh, we don't do that in the NFL, Andrew. That's a college thing. It happens, man. It's, <laughs> it's math. Um, okay. It would have to involve... Okay, so who does, who does Yannick Ngakwe play for now? Okay, he used Is to he play he? for the Ravens okay. last year. Now yeah. he plays for the Raiders. So the, the Raiders... Raiders confusing me a lot. The Ravens' night. best pass rusher is now Justin Houston? Oh, no, I'm sure they've got someone better than that. I don't think so. Yeah, oh. I don't know. They're not really like a pass rush heavy team. Well, they got someone back. They, uh, like, Fornell McPhee is back now, I guess. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it would have to involve a pretty big just collapse by the Chiefs' offensive line. Like, if the Ravens came up with some amazing stunts, and they got home every time, and the Chiefs had some miscommunication, maybe the running back doesn't pick up his man, and Mahomes is sacked like five times. Uh, on the flip side, if the Chiefs defense absolutely cannot handle the Ravens' rushing attack or like the RPOs or whatever, and our guys just get completely bamboozled in the secondary and they drop some amazing plays and Hollywood Brown has like three touchdowns over the top. Because the Chiefs are still fairly susceptible to play action, I think. Uh, you know, especially what the Browns did in the first half of last week where they were established throwing game very well and then were able to do a lot of great play action off of that. If the Ravens can replicate that, and if they can really get you know a tight end involved in, in Mark Andrews, that's the only way I see this, this game going. And that, and that, to me, is like outside of the standard deviation on the other side, where it's like the, off, the, the Ravens' offense way outperforms, the Ravens' defense way outperforms. But if the Chiefs lose, that's what happens to me. It feels like their path to victory is narrow. Yeah. Because what you're saying makes sense, but also the likelihood of both those things happening is not a lot. And by the way, if if the Chiefs actually did lose, my outlook on the season does not change. Because I think we all thought it's very, it would be very unlikely the Chiefs escape the first three games of the season against Browns, Ravens, Chargers without a loss. Uh, I mean, I didn't pick that for the record. I mean, those are three good teams. Yeah. You normally don't beat three like top tier AFC teams. And I'll put the Chargers pretty high up there. I got some respect, I got some respect for them this year. In the words of Mahomes, what did he say when he screwed it up? I'll see you when I believe it. <laughs> I'll I'll see you when I believe it. Yeah. Okay. 
Until I believe something, yeah. it doesn't happen. I'll see it a lot later with the Ravens beat the yes. Chiefs. That's my approach to Herbert. I'll, I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah. So yeah, my, my, my hot take is a blowout for the Chiefs. And I, I think the Ravens miss playoffs this year. I really do. I think it it's just been that rough of a year for them. Yeah. Um, another quick thing to add in here. The Ravens have to play a certain way to win games. They are like the most front runner of all front runner teams. Like they have to get a couple scores? Yeah, they have to play with a lead. If they aren't, especially if they go down two scores, mm-hmm. they're in big trouble. I think it, if at any point in the game we go up two scores on them, game's over. Well, I just don't think they because this is what happened with the Browns last week. They were up early on the Chiefs. Yeah. And the Chiefs still came back. The Browns are a healthier and more talented team than the Ravens. So even if the Ravens get up two scores, I'm not worried. So, wait, I'm kind of confused by what you're talking about. I'm, I'm saying, like, if the Chiefs get up by two scores. If the Chiefs get up by two scores, the Ravens are screwed. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. If the, if the Ravens get up by two scores, we can still come back. Yeah. I just, I don't think the Ravens will be able to play their game against the Chiefs. No, that, that's, I don't that's what's either. killed them the whole time. We've always drugged them into a shootout, and they have not been able to hang. Yeah. yeah. So, feeling pretty confident, honestly. I am. Like More I said, confident than against the Browns. It's a trap game. Yeah. I, I do feel like I'm fully falling into a trap game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a little bit early in the year for that. It can happen any time. I'm really hoping the Chiefs got their unprepared game out of the way against the Browns, and this is like a more like mid-season form type Chiefs. I don't. Were we that unprepared for the Browns? I just it felt looked like, like it really. It really looked ball. like it the first half. I would say on defense we were unprepared. Offense, yeah. like they only had like what two, three possessions early on. The defense did not look like they were in the right position most of the first half. Yeah, you had a lot of guys with blown coverages. You had a lot of pass rushes that were just blown upfield. I really think a lot of that could be attributed to not having Matthew there. Because I think mm-hmm. Reed actually said that like Thornhill missed a few calls back there. Which is a bit frustrating. Well, I mean, back this week. he's still a pretty young dude. Yeah. yeah. Alright, what else you got to preview the Ravens week? Uh, that was pretty much all of it. Okay. Um, yeah, we just kind of free will for a bit. Yeah. Anything else on your mind? You know, this week, like, kind of going macro to the, like, around the NFL, I don't think there's too many interesting games this week. I was looking at the schedule, and like the only games that interest me, outside Chiefs-Ravens, which the Chiefs are the game of the week again, I think. Yeah. Um, I, the Falcons, sorry, Niners-Eagles is an interesting matchup to me. Just because I really want to know how far Jalen Hurts can take the Eagles offense. Okay. So I'm excited about that game. You, as a fan of um, interesting quarterbacks are probably looking forward to the Saints-Panthers game. Oh, that does sound fun for me. Yeah. I think we'll find out a lot about how real the Saints are. I love Winston and I love Christian McCaffrey. I just can't believe Jamar, or Jamar, Jameis Winston is going to throw like five touchdowns every week. I feel like that is, to, to quote a very <laughs> wise man that I've, I've heard recently, that's a mirage. Was that wise man me? Yeah. <gasps> So nice of you. I mean, do you think like James has five touchdowns in him every week? Um, so I rewatched that game. I do have a couple takeaways. Takeaways. Number one, maybe just a little bit of a mirage <laughs> with the James touchdowns because there, there were a few that were kind of garbage timing and a little bit wonky. Like one was a, a one of those push passes. 
that yeah. he did it like Kamara for like which one like a fifteen yard touchdown. That has been the source of some hot takes with Mahomes. Which is hilarious. Whatever the Chiefs like, whatever Mahomes had fifty touchdowns. Yeah, and a whole lot of them were like little push passes to mm-hmm. Tyreek or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand that touchdown, touchdown, whatever. Balling, balling for it. Exactly. Yeah. Also. Um, we're just like getting fully into like other NFL stuff talk here. Um, so I assumed whenever I heard about the Packers game that it was kind of like similar to I think the Bucks did this like last year where Brady came out like threw two quick picks and that was just kind of like deflated them and then they lost that one. It's really not how it went for the Packers. Like they just they were bad for like three quarters and those like picks really didn't even happen until the game was basically over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, just a little, little, little bookmark in that. Maybe the Packers are actually bad. I'm telling you, this is this is Aaron Rodgers' phone in season. Yeah, it he, could also he be. Is, he is all about 2022. All about 2022. Yeah, he's just collecting that paycheck. Maybe he's going to play, play for the Saints. I think what I he's trying to do, good. honestly, I think what Aaron Rodgers is trying to do is play bad enough that his trade stock goes down low enough that. The Broncos or Falcons or Panthers or Dolphins or whatever can afford to trade for him. Because it's in his best interest to have more teams involved. If he plays like crap, more teams can trade for him. Man, this is like he's playing chess while the rest of them playing checkers. These are some hot takes for week one. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This is this is the week where you just fire them off because no one's going to remember and most of them are going to be wrong. I mean, no one's listening to this anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, you see someone, like, uh, stole Willie Gay's car? I did. That was kind of weird. weird. Yeah. He, like, basically posted this, this enormous notes app about how he didn't blame the city of Kansas City for stealing his car. I appreciate that. Yeah. Even though it was probably some youths that stole his car. Yeah. Trouble with young men. Mm. I just think it's really mean to steal a car from a player that already has a leg injury. <laughs> I mean, his mobility is already <laughs> limited. And you know he was probably like going out to his car and going like, to make a late night run to McDonald's or something. No car. Can't walk there. Yeah, if you live in the greater Kansas City area, please give Willie Gay a ride. Yeah. You don't need him walking around getting sure himself hurt trying to get some Sonic or whatever. <laughs> Poor guy. Like, he didn't have enough going on. You know? Very rude. Very rude of them to do that. I, I'm i very concerned we're not going to see Willie Gay this year. Wait, what? Why? I don't know, man. Just this, like, every year the Chiefs have one, like, mystery IR guy who's not playing for reasons known only to God. And mm, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about it with Willie Gay. I really hope he comes on the field. He's and makes young. He'll year. bounce back quick. I think, I think he'll be fine. He'll be back in, like, by October? Well, okay, maybe not Start of October, but like in the month of October, he'll be back. Like, I, hope so. I hope so. I really do. He'll be a big, he'll be a huge boost to the whole defense. Yeah. All right. We're, so we're feeling good. And feeling good. Feeling maybe a little little overconfident, honestly. Yeah, but that's okay because we're Chiefs fans. Yeah, as a fan, it's okay to be overconfident. Exactly. I think it's just fun. All right. See yeah. you on Sunday night, maybe, depending on where when we record. Hopefully, talking about Chiefs victory. Go Chiefs.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Chiefs Bros. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Chiefs Bros. We'll talk to you later.